I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. It is Wednesday, uh, July 27th, and we're glad to have you today on The Winning Side broadcast. Thank you for joining us uh, on this day. We welcome those of you on the radio, 95.9 FM, uh, those on our podcast, those on our radio app, we welcome you. And then those watching on Facebook, and those watching on YouTube. We welcome all of you today. I hope you're having a good day. And uh, I love Wednesdays. I hope you love Wednesdays also because on Wednesdays, uh, we have our midweek service, Wednesday evenings at seven o'clock here at Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If you're in our local area, we're on Bowling Road. We're actually set back off the road a little bit. We've got a beautiful uh, uh, grassy lawn in front, uh, but you look past that big uh, open field and we're set back off the road uh, right before you get to if you're coming down bowling road you're coming around the curve right before you get to the uh, food line and the speedway gas station right there just a beautiful location on the edge of town and we'd like to invite you to come and be with us tonight for our uh, service uh, we're in our revelation series and uh, encourage you to come we've got a missionary with us tonight uh, a gentleman that you will love hearing his story and hearing about his ministry and how the gospel is getting all around the world. It's a miracle, and uh, you won't want to miss tonight. We invite you to come. We want to say a happy birthday today to Brad Etheridge, and happy anniversary to Charles and Teresa Curry. I hope you folks have a, a wonderful, wonderful day today. Last night, I told you yesterday about it, but last night we had our first Tuesday evening visitation uh, of the, uh, we, we've not had Tuesday evening visitation in a long time. I think we did it several years ago in the summer, uh, but it's been a long time. And we had last night, I think we had 15 uh, that came out last night. And we got folks that go out Thursday morning. And we've got our, our biggest crowd is usually on Saturday. And we have a lot of folks go out Saturday. And you say, well, what do you do? Well, we go out and tell people about Jesus, encourage people, try to visit people uh, maybe that are uh, sick, those that are maybe having health issues. Uh, we invite everybody to church. We'll go down streets and talk to people and tell them about the good news of the gospel, invite them to come. And you know, you would think in the South, in North Carolina, you'd think everybody goes to church. But you know what I find? There's a lot of people that don't go to church. And I want to tell you, church is not man's idea. It's not outdated because, oh, it's not cool anymore. That church is God's idea. And you say, well, what is the church? Well, the church is a called out assembly of believers. And uh, it's God's plan for God's people to come together to assemble. Uh, so we can have the Bible preached, have the Bible taught, so we can sing, so we can worship, so we can give, so we can serve, so we can pray. And uh, that's God's plan. So I'm looking forward to the service uh, tonight, Revelation series. And then let's be in prayer for our church, pray for our school, pray for all of our staff, pray for our church members, pray for our missionaries, and uh, pray for one another. Here's a great song. I love this. I think you'll enjoy it. The name of this song is The Great I Am. We know who that is. The Great I Am 
He still is. And I'm glad that God is not just a God of the past. He's not just a God of the future, but He is the God of the present. He is God today, and He wants to be Lord of your life. And I hope we'll uh, put Him on the throne, and I hope we will give Him the glory and worship Him and honor Him and do what He says. He is the King of Kings. And I hope you enjoy this song. After this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 107. Oh, 
Amen for that. I love that. That's a great song, and I hope you enjoyed that today. Psalm 107, verse 29, the Bible says, He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. We're talking in Psalm 107 about how God can take the storm in your life and make it calm. And you say, oh, it's impossible. Well, guess what? God specializes in the impossible. It may be impossible for you. It may be impossible for me, but nothing is impossible for God. And he maketh the storm a calm. We said, number one, there's a command. How do we face the storms of life? Well, number one, we give thanks unto the Lord. You say, what about my storm? Well, the Bible says in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Number two, we see the character of God. The character of God is that He is good. Now, it doesn't say that we are to give thanks because He does that which is good, although God does good. He does so much good in our lives. But that's not the reason why we're giving thanks. That's not the reason why we're praising Him. We're praising Him not for what He does, but we're praising Him for who He is. He is good. That is a, the character of God. He is good and His mercy endureth forever. Well, when David penned this psalm uh, and he said His mercy endureth forever, David was experiencing God's mercy then. And today, here we are several thousand years later, and guess what? We're still experiencing the mercy of God. And you and I will experience the mercy of God for all of eternity because it endures, it lasts forever. We saw the command, we saw the character of God. Number three, we saw the cry. Uh, they cried unto the Lord in their trouble and He helped them, He delivered them. And that was found in verse 6, verse 13, verse 19, and verse number 28. God delivers when we cry. And then today we see the call. The call is found in verse 8. Verse 15, verse 21, verse 31, and verse 32. Here's what the call is. The call is, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness, there's that again, and for His wonderful works to the children of men. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. There's a call. There is a plea uh, today. Uh, give thanks, praise God for His goodness, praise God for what He has done. There's a call to praise God. Verse number 32, I like this verse here. It says, let them exalt Him also in the congregation of the people. You know what that is? That's church. That's when we get together. Verse number 32, and praise Him in the assembly of the elders. Hey, when you get together with God's people, when you get together, that is a great time to give God praise. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. Why don't we praise the Lord? That's a good question to ask yourself today. Why aren't you praising the Lord? Why aren't you giving Him thanks? He's been so good. Uh, God has been so much better to us than we deserve. We ought to give Him thanks and give Him praise for His goodness and for His wonderful, wonderful works. That's the call. But then I want you to see number five, uh, as we uh, go through storms in life, I see number five, the concern. It says in verses 26 and 27, they mount up to the heaven. We're talking about the wind and the waves and the storm. They mount up to the heaven. They go down again to the depths. Their soul is melted because of trouble. 
Do you ever feel like your soul is just melting because of the trouble? Uh, you're so strong. You've got so much faith. You've got so much courage. You've got so much vision. And then all of a sudden the troubles come and you feel like your soul starts to melt. It says in verse 27, they reel to and fro. Literally that word is to stagger. They reel to and fro and they stagger like a drunken man. Have you ever feel like through life you're just staggering? You're just trying to get through. You're just trying to keep from falling down. You're just trying to keep from wiping out. You're just trying to get somewhere and get a hold of something and hang on. Well, I got news for you. We've all been there. We all face trouble. Verse number 27, they reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wits end. We use that expression sometimes. I don't know if you do that or not. Maybe it was just growing up with it. I heard it more. But what does it mean to be at your wits end? Well, that word, it means literally to be at the end of your wisdom. It's when you don't know what to do. It's when you don't have the answers. It's when you can't see a way out. It's when you've got a problem and you don't have a solution. That's when you are at your wits end. Then verse 28 says, then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble and in their distress, and he bringeth them out of their distresses. I see number six, I see the control. The control is that God is the one who oversees. God is the one who has the authority. God is the one who is in charge of everything. He is in control. Verse 25, for he commandeth and he raiseth the stormy wind. Verse 29, he maketh the storm a calm so that the waves thereof are still. So here's the question. Why do we go through storms? Well, let me ask you another question. Why do we have good days? Uh, why does God give us the sun to shine and the birds to sing and the breeze to blow? Why does God bless us? Why, why does God do that? We say, why the storm? But maybe today we ought to ask the question, why does God give us all the good things? Why does God bless us over and over and over and time and time and time again? Well, I'll tell you this. The storms come to remind us that we are not in control. The storms remind us that we need God. And there are times in life when there is nothing we can do except to trust God. Verse 33, he turneth rivers into a wilderness and the water springs into dry ground. Can I tell you, God does whatever he wants to do. And sometimes uh, it's the storm being a calm. Sometimes it's the, uh, the, 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 the dry ground that becomes a flowing stream. And sometimes it's the flowing stream that becomes dry ground. God is the one who is in control. Verse 39, again, they are minished. They're brought low through oppression, affliction, and sorrow. Verse 40, he poureth contempt upon princes and causeth them to wander in the wilderness where there is no way. Can I tell you, God's the one who's in control. God's the one that is leading. Verse 41, yet setteth he the poor on high from affliction and maketh him families like a flock. And then number seven, I see the conclusion. Verse 42, the righteous shall see it and rejoice and all iniquity shall stop her mouth. Whoso is wise and will observe these things, even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. The conclusion is this, one of these days, we're going to see all that God has done and we're going to realize that he had a plan every step of the way. We're going to rejoice. One of these days, we will say, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And we will observe and will understand the loving kindness of the Lord. Did you know that it is the goodness of God 
that leads us to repentance. Maybe you're listening today and uh, maybe you've never been saved. Can I tell you, when you see all that God has done, all the goodness, all the blessings, all the mercy, that alone ought to lead you to repentance. Now, some people get saved because they don't want to go to hell. And by the way, that's a good reason to get saved because uh, God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But today, I want to tell you, God's been so good. Why not trust Him today? Why not give your life to Him today? Why not today make that decision to say, I'm going to put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ. He's been so good to me. And if He would be so good to me, and if He would give His life for me, then the least I could do is receive Him and accept the free gift of salvation. I hope that helps you today. And as you go through a storm, I hope these thoughts will help you uh, to remember that He is the one that maketh the storm a calm. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Look forward to seeing many of you tonight at our prayer meeting and Bible study. God bless you. Have a great, great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.